If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Dr. Caroline Leith and welcome to my podcast, Cleaning Up the Mental Mess, a podcast where I discuss simple, practical and scientific ways to help you take back control of your mental health and help others and help heal your community. In this episode, I'm going to talk about how to truly disconnect and really take a break over the holiday season, how to overcome the guilt associated with taking a break, and why we feel this guilt in the first place, and how to manage it, and how to make sure you really get the benefits of taking time off. Before we begin, I want to say thank you again to everyone who tunes in each week and thank you to every one of you who has subscribed to this podcast, left a review or shared this podcast on social media and with friends and family. You guys are the absolute best and make podcasting so much fun and so rewarding. My main goal of this podcast is to give you the tools and knowledge to help you heal and deal with any mental health struggles you may have going on. So your feedback is so valuable. Thank you again, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Over the holiday season, it can be really hard to catch a break, especially if those emails and calls and texts keep coming through and disrupting our much-needed rest. Often we find ourselves in those catch-22 situations. We have so much to do, but can barely get through it all because we're exhausted and at our wit's end. Yet, giving our brains a break is essential to our productivity, efficiency, and ability to think creatively at work. So it is really important that we learn when to say no and when to rest. Otherwise, we're just going to increase our risk for burnout and chronic health issues. Of course, sometimes saying no to work can be hard. Especially when you are made to feel guilty about needing our break, or if we feel our worth comes from the hours we spend in the office. But we are not machines. The brain can only do so much in one day, and we need more than work to fulfill us, which is why we need to make rest and connection with others an important part of our lifestyle. So here are three tips to help you do this. The first tip is to practice doing nothing. Many of us feel guilty when we need to take a break or a holiday because we live in a society that constantly tells us that we are only valuable if we work all the time. We overvalue people who work overtime, glorifying their hectic schedules, while we undervalue the power of rest and relaxation. Yet, we need to recognize that although the mind is infinite, the brain is not. The brain is finite. And the brain needs to rest to function well. We can only give our best 
when we are rested and when our brains are rested, which is why it's so important that we learn how to be okay with doing nothing. This does take some practice, especially if you constantly feel the need and the urge to be doing something. One way you can make resting and doing nothing a habit is what I like to call thinker moments, where you just let your mind wander and daydream for a few moments to a few minutes throughout the day. I try to do this consistently for a few seconds to a minute every hour. These moments give the brain a break and allow it to reboot and heal, which increases clarity of thought and organizes the networks of the brain so that when you do go back to work, you will be able to get more done in a shorter amount of time and with less stress. Another way of doing nothing is literally just watching a sunset or sitting by the pool or sitting going for a walk in nature or just sitting and really closing your eyes, maybe sitting on your couch and just closing your eyes and just resting your mind. We've got to learn to just be comfortable doing nothing, even if it's for a few seconds to a few moments to a few minutes each day. If you want to know more about the importance of thinker moments, you can get information on this in my book, Think, Learn, Succeed. The second thing you can do to help you rest is disconnecting from technology and connecting with others. More and more research is coming out on how the happiest people are those who connect with others and build deep, meaningful relationships not those who work the most hours. As a society, we tend to focus more on our resume or what we have achieved rather than our relationships and our community. Yet, the brain is made for human connection. It craves human connection and the energy that we get from human connection. We actually feel the most fulfilled and at peace when we are valued members of a group. Rather than seeing relationships as a burden, we need to realize that they are often our saving grace. Missing an email because you're having dinner with a friend is not the end of the world. While taking that time to disconnect from work and connect from, with a loved one can actually help us to return to work feeling refreshed and motivated, which in turn can help us enjoy our work so much more. So, next time you find yourself saying, sorry, I'm too busy, or I just have to do this email, stop and ask yourself if you really are too busy. If get, or if getting out of the office and spending time with a friend, or just stopping to chat to someone for that moment, or putting your phone down and leaving that email for later and having that conversation with a loved one, is maybe what you need to get out of that funk. The third point, set work boundaries. Of course, Sometimes we have to work hard on a deadline or something urgent needs to be done while we are on holiday. If this is the case, it's important to set work boundaries by setting aside a particular amount of time during the day to work and then stop and rest when it's done. Using the timer or alarm on your phone can be so helpful for this. Don't just say, let me just finish this quickly because you may end up working for hours on things that don't really need to get done. Schedule in work like you schedule in a lunch date or going to the gym and then enjoy your time off. This episode is sponsored by Lola, a female-founded feminine care brand. Lola's tampons, pads, liners, and cleansing wipes are all made with 100% organic cotton, no toxins, 
no dyes or synthetic fibers. I personally loved how convenient Lola makes it when ordering these products and how I could personalize my package to what I needed. Lola offers two trial sets, each featuring a mixed assortment of period products for just $5. Lola will send you a reminder email before your subscription officially starts. So it's a risk-free way to try the products before making a monthly commitment. This is truly a brand made for women by woman. It's never been easier to try Lola. Get started with a trial set today. Get 30% off your $5 trial set today. Visit mylola.com and enter Dr. Leaf to redeem your offer. The link will be in the show notes. So why do people feel guilty for taking a break? I think one of the main reasons is because as a society, we value, we place value on people saying, I'm busy, busy, busy. It's almost as though we have to prove to people or tell people how busy we are to get them to respect us. And if you say you're taking a break, well, people lose respect for you. But it shouldn't be like that because you're actually destroying your brain and destroying your life by constantly working. You cannot be effectively productive. So we need to shift this. And it starts with you making that decision in your life. It's also so important that we recognize that being busy does take us away from our connection with others. You can be so busy that you don't tune into your children or tune into your husband or wife or tune into your friends because you've got so caught up in what you have to do and your goals for the day. And that in itself causes so much toxic stress in your body. And when you do stop working, because you're so driven by what you think society demands from you, you start feeling guilty. But if you tell yourself, hey, it's okay to take a break. In fact, it's not only okay, it's vital for your mental health. Then taking a break becomes part of your routine. What I've done to overcome guilt of not being constantly busy is I make rest part of my routine. So it's part of my daily plan. I'm going to take breaks. For example, over meals, we used to discuss a lot of business because my husband and myself and my children are involved in my business. And it's just so easy over a meal to just, every meal to just constantly bring up the business or you're in the car going somewhere or you may be taking a walk along the beach and suddenly you lapse into business discussions. What we've decided to do and chosen to do as a family is not to do that. We discipline ourselves. If we catch ourselves saying, oh, some work thing and we think of something, we actually stop each other. And we say, no, we're not going to talk about that. And we talk about just general things or we just enjoy the walk together. We just walk silently. So we've created a discipline around that. I also force myself when I'm tired at the end of the day or even during the course of the day to take the thinker moments. I give that to myself as a reward. And then also things like going to the gym. I don't allow myself to work. I'll listen to a podcast that's maybe interesting and relaxing. But I discipline myself not to think about work when I'm at the gym. I love to sauna. I sauna as much as I can. And I used to work in the sauna. Now I don't. I've stopped that. I've associated that as my rest time where I'll just read a book or watch a little movie or just close my eyes and think. So you're going to have to decide to accept the fact that breaks are vital in terms of your mental health. They're good for you. In fact, breaks will make your work better and so much more fun and so much more enjoyable. One of the other things is I constantly work on connecting with my family, connecting with my husband, making sure that I'm really tuning in and listening to them. I don't sit there in a conversation and think about my work while they're talking to me. And if it does happen and I catch myself doing that, 
I stop myself. So I self-regulate myself and manage how I'm thinking about my thinking while I'm connecting with others to ensure that I connect as deeply as I possibly can. So in summary, three things to remember in order to make breaks work for you. Firstly, practice doing nothing. Make that part of your routine. Disconnect from technology and connect to others and set work boundaries. In closing, we need to stop glorifying the workaholic and the I am so busy phrase and rather focus on trying to emulate those who have truly learned to make a healthy break part of their lifestyle. This is so vital for our mental health. So make the decision today to make breaks a part of your lifestyle. I hope you found today's podcast interesting and helpful. If you want more tips and help with managing anxiety, depression, and mental health, be sure to visit my website at drleaf.com and to sign up for my weekly newsletter where I also include a schedule of my speaking events and so much more. And follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leaf. Also, I love seeing all your posts on social media about this podcast. I love seeing what resonates with you and what you've learned. So be sure to continue posting and tagging me and letting me know what you think and how these tips worked out for you. And don't forget, leave a review and keep spreading the word about this podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Till then... I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf.